The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. You're listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Welcome. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy, I hope you're doing... You always do. Why, why do I even bother asking you? Because <laughs> I'm blessed, man. At the end of the day, that's, the, that's my story, and I'm sticking to I've it. I've never seen you have a bad day. I really haven't. But uh, God has put you in a unique position to help people. Thank God for what you do. And I'm grateful for that position. I truly am, Wayne, because there was a time that I was searching, trying to figure out who am I and what am I to do. And when I realized who that person was and showed up for that position, thank God he didn't give my job away to anybody else. <laughs> We're calling our conversation today, I am my brother's keeper. We're going to have a guest join us here in just a moment, a lovely person who really knows uh, her. She works at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, but uh, hers is more than a job, isn't it? Absolutely. We're going to hear from a wonderful young lady who is a patient care technician who basically does a lot of yeoman's work, if you will, if anyone knows anything about patient care technicians inside of the hospital setting. But she has the opportunity to to interface and spend a lot of time with patients in, in, in a lot of their more dire hours and scenarios inside of a healthcare environment. And she's just going to talk about how she feels so fortunate and blessed that God allows her to share her faith and to support people through the process and rigors of being a cancer patient. I'll get right to the point today. I think this whole program is about, you know, bloom where you're planted, yeah. you know, and if, if God's given you a platform, use it, you know? Well, you know, we live in the day and age that everyone's got a platform today, right? <laughs> Everyone is a CEO of some kind of company that they started in the garage or in their basement. And certainly uh, to carry that philosophical thought further, yep, yeah, uh, uh, grow where you have been planted and allow God to use you exactly where you are. We have a resource we want to make available to you today. It's called Hospital Visitation Tips. We provide so many practical resources. I think this one is the most practical one of all because when I first saw this, I mean, my eyes were opened. It, it uh, is an eye opener. What I was doing wrong <laughs> and going to a hospital to visit a friend to try to encourage that friend, there, there's some things we need to think about ahead of time. It's truly an eye opener, Wayne, and I giggle under my own breath because I remember how many of the tips that are written here were basically the things that I did wrong. And so uh, I figured that I need to make, probably write something that'll help a lot of people from a layman's perspective not make the mistakes uh, that I made with good intentions and with a good heart, but just simply was not practical under the, under the circumstances and some things that we need to be really mindful of. We're really happy to learn from your mistakes here today, yeah. Percy. So. I, I'm here to be an example. Right. Hospital visitation tips. This downloadable resource is is available right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And, you know, we, we say this once in a while, but I really believe that we are so thankful for our listeners who join us week after week here with this podcast. You subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, and, you know, really, at the end of the day, Reverend McCraig, you know, wants to hear from you. I want to hear. This is not a one-way street, is no, it? No, it's not. And and I attempt to try to give response back uh, when I can, but I do, I do, I do. I want to hear. And I've heard some heartfelt sentiments of appreciation and thanks with regard to what we're doing. So absolutely, uh, please let us know. Reach out to us. Speak to us in a, and tell us how you're really feeling about the program and really let us know how it's blessing you. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes with yes. the podcast. 
podcast. Uh, yes. You can leave comments on Facebook. You can review the podcast on iTunes. Just say hi. Pastor P, hello. Say hello, and uh, and I will try to wave back at you when I can, as I can. It's only 160 or 70,000 people to speak to. No big deal. <laughs> All right. Healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. 866-712-HOPE. What a great phone number. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, today we're going to read from our foundational scripture, our spiritual nugget. And this is actually, uh, Wayne, the foundational scripture that we use for our free cancer care uh, training program, Our Journey of Hope, because it helps us to understand the mandate of God in terms of how we should react and speak to our brethren and be there for them. Matthew's Gospel, the 25th chapter, verses 34 through 40 reads as follows. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Verse 35, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothing and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry, feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothing and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly, I tell you, Whatever you did to one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. That's powerful. It is powerful. Oh, man. All right. Thanks for sharing that. And thanks for going on the road with this program. We sent you to Phoenix, Arizona recently, where you met our guest we're going to hear from today. Percy? Well, Wayne, with me today is Brenda Garrett, who is an 11-year uh, stakeholder or employee at Cancer Treatment Centers of America at Phoenix, uh, Arizona. She is a patient care technician. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, you work alongside patients every day. You see patients every day. You provide care for patients every day. Mm-hmm. Help the audience to understand a little bit about what a uh Patient care technician, what do patient care technicians do? Okay. We actually assist patients and the nurses okay. with their daily care. Okay. And that consists of uh, anything from their nutritional uh, levels or their weight. Mm-hmm. Um, we can take vital signs. We're certified in CPR, first aid okay. care. Uh, we do. Uh, we just assist on the unit Got it. in any way that they need their help. So you're really... Uh, um, You're the hands and the feet of the nurses in in Mm -hmm. so many practical ways at the bedside for patients. Yes. In in whatever fashion and uh, shape that they need you to be. Yes. That being said, uh, I would imagine that you have heard and see a lot of scenarios and situations Mm -hmm. with patients. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the the beautiful things about 
the environment of Cancer Treatment Centers of America is that uh, we support patients not mm-hmm. only with good clinical care, mm-hmm. but also with an integrative model of care that includes supportive services like nutrition, yes. naturopathic support, and of course, pastoral care, spiritual yes. support. Yes. And you are yourself uh, a faith-based individual. Yes. How important do you think it is for patients to be able to be supported spiritually in a clinical environment? Oh, it's very important because patients uh, in a spiritual environment, and if you if you serve the Lord, okay, and and you have faith, mm-hmm. you can get through anything. Sure, you can get it through any treatment plan. Sometimes they'll walk in and they'll say, "I have thirty three radiation treatments mm-hmm. to get through, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I'm going to make it today." Okay. And I say, "You can do it. You can you can do it. God." God can lead you there, and you can really get through that. that now, hard, difficult time. And to be clear, you're not part of the pastoral care team. No, you're not no. a minister per se no. or a pastor, but no. yet mm-hmm. you are given the liberty in a healthcare environment mm-hmm. to to support patients if mm-hmm. they choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that you mentioned to me before we started the show that oftentimes patients will actually ask you to pray with them. They will. They'll ask us to pray with them. They'll come in and they say, is there anybody that can pray with me? And I say, well, we do have a pastoral care. They were like, what well, in this moment, I, I just need someone to, wow. to worship with me. And I said, I can do that. Now, how comfortable are you in responding to that? I am very comfortable in responding to that because I serve the Lord. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, you you have freedom and liberty to do so without any, you know, you don't have to check in with anyone. No. You know, you, you can do that without any, yeah. uh, I guess, uh, permission, per se. Yeah. Well, the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, they it's so, such a nice place to work for. They allow us to even just, you know, take time with our patients. And you, it may be a busy day. Yeah. We might have a busy day. Right. But we can take time and sit down and really learn that person. You know, mm-hmm. and, and their caregivers and their families and what they're going through. So in particularly given the nature of the type of work that you do, um, do you think that it really matters uh, for a patient and their family to have members of the staff to sit down and spend quality time with them to get to know them? Oh, yes, yes. They, they'll tell you, thank you for doing that. You know, I really needed you in that moment. You know, and that spiritual moment. Right. Yeah. And how does it make you feel leaving a scenario where you've been told by a family member or by a patient, uh, just again, thank you for spending time with me. Again, you're not a doctor. You know, you're not a surgeon. No. But to have someone say, man, that really meant something for you to spend that type of quality time. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel so good because i'm serving the lord mm-hmm. you know and each and every day i come but you're him. not in church you're not no. you're not in a religious setting no i'm not in a religious setting i'm in a hospital setting but i'm i'm happy that at the cancer treatment centers of america i'm able to 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 do that work to serve the lord and help our patients get through their spiritual now, in the 11 years that you've been serving in that capacity, mm-hmm. um, do you ever get tired or frustrated? Or have there, has there ever been a day that you've actually gone home and said, wow, today was a tough day. I saw some tough situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did you handle that? I, you know what? I go home and I just I speak with my husband. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and we talk about my day. And he says, you know, but God has you there for a reason. Yeah. You know, so live in that moment and help those patients Mm. and understand what they're going through. Okay. Yeah. Can you think of maybe one particular story or Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. where you walked away 
and the opposite was wow god really showed up today god really did something awesome yeah like a lot of times you know you get patients that come in and they're they're depressed because of what they're going through sure. but then i get patients that walk in and say i'm cancer free and that just means so much to me. Yeah. That means our work is not in vain. Right, right, And right. that we're serving the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it makes me feel so good. Okay. And, and you're seeing patients from, you know, from across the country who, mm-hmm. who travel and et cetera. Um, what, what would you say would be one of the most, most difficult things that you've seen or experienced wow. in supporting yeah. a patient? And again, no specific information. Yeah. Some of them, they well. Sometimes they they have a difficult time just getting through treatment. Yeah, you know, and you know your body breaks down and yeah. and your self esteem and your appearance. Okay, it does not look the same, and it's it's hard for them, and they need someone you know there to support them through all of that, and that's what we do here. Right. Yeah. How did you get into this field? How this did field? you start? Mm-hmm. What were you doing before this? <laughs> I was actually working at another. Uh, a laboratory, a okay. pharmaceutical company. Uh-huh. And uh, I think the Lord just told me to go to school because I love taking care of people and helping people. Yeah. And so I just just wanted to do that. And I went to school to become a CNA. Okay. And uh, it has and brought CNA, me here. CNA, CNA. It's a certified nurse's assistant. Okay. Yeah. And it has brought me so far. It has brought me all the way to Phoenix. Okay. To serve. So I'm here to just acknowledge that patients need us and they need us to care for them in such a difficult time for them, you know, and to show them that we love them when they walk through these doors. Mm -hmm. We're we're here for them. Now, do you have any lasting and enduring relationships over the years of service that you still maintain with some patients that you stay in contact with or they stay in contact with you to let you know how how things are going? I know in my 23 years, there are still patients that I've met mm-hmm. that have reached out and called me or yeah. sent me an email and say, Reverend McCray, I just want to let you know, Aww. you know, 10 years later, I'm still doing well or what have you. Do you have any of those? I do. I have patients that started here with us from the beginning and they'll come up and um, every year they come in to, for a checkup. Okay. And they'll come up to Infusion. You're still here. <laughs> it's so good to see you. And I said, it's so good to see you. Yeah. 10 years later. Right. You know, so that just, that just affects me in such a good way okay yeah now um let's talk about a little bit about you and your personal life you uh, you belong to a local church i do okay yeah and so obviously uh do you do any other type of work within the context of of what you do at your church or in your community well, we do a lot of volunteer work okay. in, at our church yeah and, and here at cancer treatment centers of america as well okay so we go out and we help uh them do you know serve the lord and you know just go out and pray you know we have prayer night and things at our our church and everything so it's just you know serving the lord it gives you so much joy in your life it gives you so much peace and comfort yeah you know and and you know it's not going to always be good days you're going to have bad days as well right right but i think if you serve the lord and you have faith of a mustard seed you can get through anything sure yeah. Now, have you ever been personally yourself, family, friends, and loved ones been mm-hmm. impacted by cancer? Oh, yes. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. We lost him uh, in 2007 ah. So, and to colon cancer. Okay. And um, it, it has affected me. And, and how our difficult family. was that for oh, you? Oh, it was very difficult. Yeah. But, you know, you get through it, you know, but life goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you think about the good times you shared together as well. Now, yeah. by in any way, did that also help to motivate the type of work that you're doing? 
to yes, a certain extent? Yes. I've, I've Have always, you ever thought about it that You way? know what? I've always taken care of people in my family. I'm so just, you're just a nurturer. I'm just, I'm just that nurturer in the family. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I love, that's what I do. That's what I'm good at. That's my quality. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've just heard today from Brenda Garrett, who is a patient care technician now 11 years at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Phoenix, Arizona. And today it has been our pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for spreading hope and encouragement and allowing people to know that someone cares about them and will spend quality time. Today we've had quality time with you. Yes, we have. And we thank you for your time. God bless you. you, God bless you guys. Uh, Percy, thank you for that interview today here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We'll talk again with Percy in just a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, they take an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And Percy, we sent you on the road to Phoenix, and we're going to hear more of those interviews in the weeks ahead. Absolutely. Phoenix, uh, Arizona is one of our five regional sites, and we have a great group of uh, people out there who are working, serving cancer patients every day. And we spoke to a wonderful caregiver uh, by the name of Brenda Garrett, who is a uh, patient care tech. She actually. knows what she's all about, doesn't she? Absolutely. <laughs> she She's just, so again, she is an individual who has allowed God to use her exactly where she is at the bedside of cancer patients every day. Uh, she understands to a certain extent uh, the dynamic of, of cancer care. She lost her dad uh, to cancer, so she brings an, an element of empathy uh, to her work. And then she's a strong component uh, and proponent of faith, uh, works out of her local church, her and her husband. And so she brings her faith to work with her every day. Yeah, you bring these interviews to us uh, almost every week here in the program. And I, I've never heard one yet. These are many times employees of Cancer Treatment Centers of America, but they are living out a calling, aren't they? They are. Well, again, I, I think it, you know, one of the great, I, th- I thought personally, a revolutionizing uh, progressive thoughts that took place within the evangelical community is when, of course, Rick Warren wrote the great book, you know, The Purpose Driven mm-hmm. Life and The Purpose Driven Church. Yeah, it's not about you. Yeah, I think that there <laughs> were a lot of people who may have been Christians and believers, but did not associate purpose being associated specifically to them mm-hmm. because of being a believer. That yeah. was only the pastor. Yeah. Well, I just do this. That's or exactly I just do that. correct. That doesn't connect to the kingdom at all. And it was a great uh, moment of revelation for the body of Christ to enhance and enumerate and get people to understand, despite a title or a station, 
There is a purpose that's associated to my life, period, end of discussion. And I need to figure out how to allow that purpose uh, to declare itself and pronounce itself wherever I am. That being said, Brenda is a perfect example of taking her belief that God has called her and redeemed her and loved her and gifted her and that she uses just simply the love of God that's within her to apply that to interaction with patients at the bedside where she works every day. It's a beautiful thing to see. It really is. And it's a beautiful thing to hear individuals talk about because you feel the energy and the vibration from them because they really believe and and as they should that they're really doing something for the kingdom of God and they really are yeah they really are of course we all can't work at cancer treatment centers of America that is true but most of our listeners I'll bet are a part of a local church absolutely and we believe that local churches have a key role to play in cancer care ministry well we know that local churches do and and I would say to to the dismay of maybe many people sitting inside of a local church. I was just at a very large church in South Florida uh, where I have relationship with some individuals and had a chance to catch up with with some folks that I knew from Chicago who actually relocated and retired. Imagine that, moving from Chicago to Florida. Well, that's that's another show for another day for sure. But uh, they were sharing with me just how blessed they felt and how God had been good to them. They've retired. You know, they're kind of in their golden years. And uh, they had experienced uh, a pretty uh, uh, almost tragic car accident about mm. a year or so ago mm. and began to just weep. And the, and the wife shared with how she wanted to get involved with the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care ministry that they had at this particular, particular local church. But the theme that came from that is, listen, we owe God everything. We need to give back to God and that we now never miss an opportunity to tell people about the goodness and the love and the faith of God. What a great perspective. That's an example of, again, and I think, Wayne, you know, I have to say it, uh, we live in the day and age that everybody wants a title. Everybody's a bishop. Everybody's an apostle. <laughs> How about just being a lover of God and being uh, uh, someone who shares the love of God wherever you may be? be a Barnabas, could, an encourager. Yeah, that could just be the grocery store. How about that for a concept? <laughs> so that being said, it speaks to this exact point, and Brenda uh, uh, is making that a reality in her life. But you're right. Everybody can't work at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. But inside of your local church, you can be that person. You can organize. You can galvanize a group. And you can begin to reach out to your faith community right there where you are. So this prompted you to uh, develop something called Our Journey of Hope. Correct. And why don't we explain what that is? Our Journey of Hope is a free cancer care training ministry. It is free of charge uh, that has been sponsored by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America now for the last 15 years, where we literally provide resources and a relationship for uh, leadership of local churches, whether it be the laity, lay leaders, or uh, specifically uh, pastors and senior leaders uh, to come and receive uh, two days of free training on how to actually start a cancer care ministry and then train others to execute that cancer care ministry back in your local church. And uh, just to throw uh, some basic numbers at this point, uh, we are well over 2,400 plus people Hmm. who have gone through this training uh, and well over about 16 to 1,700 congregations that are represented 
internationally. Well, that's all good, but uh, you know, my church, I'm sure that's for those big churches to do. My oh. church is only 150 people. We can't do much. Well, first and foremost, uh, the average church congregation size in the United States is roughly about 150 to 200 people. Yeah, I thought so. The average person <laughs> doesn't know that. Now, because we get overwhelmed by saying the big churches on the corner on TV, uh, we lose sight on the fact that the average local congregation is a small community church. And that probably is the average participant of the Our Journey of Hope cancer care training to that facetious point that was just made. So this is not uh, for the big fancy church with all of the bells and whistles and of the course they're pieces. welcome to do it as well. They are more than welcome, and they are. We also have them that participate in this, but we want to encourage the little small local church. You still have a role to play, and you can participate in this training. And again, it is absolutely free of charge. Well, our pastor's already overworked, and you want him to do what? So again, at the end of the day, this is not a ministry for your pastor. The book of Ephesians basically tells us that God called the fivefold ministry, the pastor, the teacher, the prophet, the evangelist, uh, to the apostle, to basically train and or perfect, depending on what translation you read, the saints so that they can do the work of ministry. As a matter of fact, we're trying to fire some pastors from some ministry activity. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it again. Relieve them. Huh? Yep, we're yeah. trying to relieve them. We don't need, we, the pastor shouldn't be doing all of the hospital visitation, to be perfectly honest hmm. with you. That should be done by individuals who have gone through an orientation and a training uh, and understand some principles of how to do this. And that is in part and partial the point of the exercise that we want the laity of the local church to be empowered, inspired, and encouraged to help meet the needs of supporting those within their uh, community and their local church with this cancer care ministry. So pastor, sit down and relax. We just need you to cast a vision. Yeah. Can you do that for you, me, buddy? You can provide the leadership, there you but you go. don't need to provide the work. That now, is correct. You know, interesting you should mention that because when I was growing up, that was more the norm, you know, that hospital visitation and it was all done by the, the deacons and the elders in the church and the pastor didn't have that full responsibility. It's, it's unfortunately, uh, you know, an unhealthy old paradigm that we all grew up with that, you know, all of the work of the ministry was done by the pastor. And it fits our theme today. Our theme here is do what you can where you are. That's exactly correct. Again, as we talked about, understanding that, you know, when you visit the sick, when you feed the hungry, when you clothe the naked, when you visit those that are in jail, according to the word of God, not according to anyone else, uh, God said, Jesus said, when you've done this unto the least of my brothers and sisters, you've done this as unto me. Yeah. So that's all of us pulling together, getting together, making a difference right where we are. Well, there's information about our journey of hope at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Now, we mentioned the pastor. There is a role for the pastor or a church leader correct. to play in this, and that is, that is to join the ministry leaders network. That is correct. Part of that, the the, the ingenuity of the creation of that is to develop relationship with the leadership of local faith communities. Uh, oftentimes, pastors or spiritual leaders are trying to figure out or deal with or even tackle some of the complex issues and dynamics and questions around cancer care and their congregation. This is really designed to inspire and to encourage the local faith leader. Number one, pastors love to be affiliated and associated with groups. And there's like a fraternity. You know, yeah. I'm part of this group. I'm part of that group. You We're, are one you know. That's huh? exactly correct. <laughs> you know, we love being 
teamed up with each other. So this network is designed to allow uh, spiritual leaders, lay leaders uh, to be part of a growing network. Now, 28,000 members strong Great. internationally. And it hopefully it'll get bigger and stronger. That's correct. With free resources and a relationship that is speaking directly to the heart of the shepherd with regard to tough conversations and subject matter related to cancer and cancer care. Well, we're speaking about the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network, and to join is absolutely free. Sign up to receive access to exclusive online leaders resources. There's information about ministry training opportunities and our monthly informative email newsletters. So sign up free of charge at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page and sign up. The Ministry Leaders Network of Our Journey of Hope. Well, you read a passage of scripture that was very challenging to us as we open the conversation today. Uh, by the way, let me mention again our resource. Our resource is hospital visitation tips. That's available right now, a great practical resource. And something you can do right now is choose to visit someone sensitively in the hospital using these tips. Download hospital visitation tips at healthhopeandinspiration.com. But back to the scripture, do you want to summarize what that's teaching us? Here is our biblical mandate for those who will say, well, the Lord hasn't given us a mandate for for health care ministry, for a cancer care ministry. Here is the biblical mandate spoken by our Lord and Savior, Matthew 25, verse 34. Then the king, the king, the king, the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, S-I-C-K, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry, feed you, or thirsty, or give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needed clothing and clothe you? When did we see you sick, Lord, in prison or to go visit you? And the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did as unto me. There's our mandate. We have no reason not to get involved. Let's find someone that we can reach out to and bless and help change their life today with the mandate of the Word of God. We have our marching orders, don't we? Yes, sir, we do. All right. Until next time, Percy, God bless. Hey, we've got wood to chop. Go get an axe. Let's get after it, everybody. That's Reverend Percy McRae. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, 
Phoenix and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.